0: Welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve.
1: Amazing news today, Lisa.
0: Well, hi to you too. Howdy, Lisa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have some awesome news. This yeah. is like the kind of news that you get and you think, this cannot, is it true? this cannot be... Like, I had to go Google this. It was like Christmas came is early. Is it April 1st? I
0: what? saw
1: this... 20 minutes after it was on all this news site on the big news sites and i well i saw it on a on on a tiktok or something and then i went to all the news sites and it literally come out 20 minutes and i was like because I, I saw the tiktok and i thought this is not possible and then i looked on all the news sites and it had literally just broken so
0: well what is
1: it oh well we were talking about <laughs> how much we love bob J. Peck who was the CEO of Disney
2: affectionately or unaffectionately titled. Yeah. Um, Paycheck.
1: Exactly. Um, and then everybody, you know how it always is. Everybody's like, Oh, I don't like this guy. Walt would be spinning in his grave yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And oh, they they should get rid of him, But that never happens. Like I, I worked at IBM and we had the CEO. No, I can't. I heard name escapes me now she had the long like it, the longest in history every quarter of negative you know no profit it was like unbelievable it was like a record <laughs> and they would never they never got rid of her uh jenny rametti so it was like so uh, so i was like they're never going to get rid of this guy and then i see this news story where he's been fired effective immediately and i thought I can't. I was like, was it April 1st? <laughs> so what happened, Sharpie, when you saw it? You were you like, oh my God. I was
2: God. like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> He's gone? Like, like instantly? Yeah. And yeah, he was.
1: It's amazing.
2: So, so here, here's my question. And, and, and give me, was Chapek fired?
1: Oh, I don't know. All right. So, so so that's what i I guess right was
2: he like unceremoniously
1: dismissed it must have been because he was like effective immediately he it wasn't like he got demoted to another position and it wasn't like he it wasn't one of those oh i decided to take a new opportunity and i love the company and i wish everybody well and i'm going to spend some time with my family it wasn't one of those it was like effective immediately he's gone and Iger is back
2: because everything I've read reports him as being fired.
1: He's yeah, I think he's got to be. Because I'd never heard anything that uh, otherwise, and it was like effective immediately.
2: And here, here, here's my rundown. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Iger was with Disney through the beginning of the pandemic.
1: Yeah,
2: and as things started to reopen. And then handoff happened. Iger was officially out. Yeah. Chapik was officially in. Chapik had been groomed for years to become.
1: Yeah.
2: Iger's replacement. Very early on in that process of transition of, of official informal transition. Iger started to see red flags.
1: Yeah.
2: Iger's parting words to the board where don't forget we are a company of creatives. Don't forget that the company itself is hinged mm-hmm. and successful. And so many loyal fans rely on Disney's innovation, yep. creativity, and yeah. inclusion. Yep. Chapik violated all of those direct instructions out of hand yeah almost immediately the 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 whole florida don't say gay bill whether no matter which side of politics you are on on this on that specific issue the disney company handled that entire yeah,
1: it was a scenario
2: poorly one by supporting politicians on both sides of the issue yeah in that scenario you step out entirely
1: yeah you say
2: this isn't this isn't a fight we're willing yeah to be a part of because one disney as a corporation should have had the thought of this shouldn't be happening at all
1: it was the worst too because it was bad from a travel agency standpoint we had been getting destroyed with co yeah we're still getting destroyed but so, you know, COVID and nothing opening and having to cancel reservations for a year to two years. Uh, and then finally Disney's open. And then now we're like in some political disaster because people like choose a side and then they, they don't say anything. Then they choose a side, then they choose the other side. Now everybody is mad. I'm like, why can't we just go to Disney? And like, sell a vacation and have a good time, and have some family memories and do something. We just got screwed by COVID forever, and now we're dipping our foot into this political disaster. It's like, can't we? It was awful. Yeah, it was brutal.
2: <laughs> it was, and and then like never Disney caught had, a break. Had the plans. To move oh, yeah. a portion of Imagineering yep. to Lake Nona.
1: From California.
2: From California. Yep. Some to Imagineers Florida. had already left because they didn't want to make the move mm-hmm. because of, of, of the the chasm of difference in culture and, and lifestyle of California versus Florida. So that has been placed on hold. Yeah, I saw that. The entire... Reedy Creek Improvement District which is basically what allows Disney the autonomy they need to operate successfully without being a burden to their local governments. Yep. That's the big issue. A lot of people look at, at the Reedy Creek Improvement District and say, "Well, it's a, just a big uh, a big loophole for Disney." Well, yeah, it is. But it also allows Disney the autonomy they need to develop as they see fit the 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 physical site of Walt Disney World keeping in mind that in in perpetuity there is a large percentage of what what Walt considered the Florida project that land dedicated to conservation yeah so it's not like Disney's going to max out and build out every every piece of land they have if they haven't turned the first spade of soil to build a fifth gate or a fifth park. It's, it's not going to happen real soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was another disaster. It, it it was a mess. It just everything.
2: Especially when you think about EMS response times. Yeah. When you think about the, the amount of fire and rescue that would be needed to serve both the local community and the Disney world resort.
1: Yeah. I, yeah.
2: It was a mess. And
1: yeah. It, not it,
2: only politically. But socially yep. and, and even, even just kind of theoretically, it was all a giant burden on the Disney company itself. And as any, anyone who listened to the show for, for a long time, like one area of, of my kind of geekdom with Disney is following the business of the Walt Disney Company. Because when you look at how the company was founded in 1923, as, as famously as it is said – It all started with a mouse. Disney has always catered to its creatives, its frontline employees. It has made sure that they were cared for, that staffing levels were appropriate. Disney has been a company that people wanted to work for.
1: Yeah. And here in
2: this new era, Disney is having a very hard time filling positions.
1: Yep. Yeah. I remember applying and going through, like I had to get on a bus and go to another school to go to have an interview and then see if I could get a internship or a, uh, what was it? The college program and how to get into the college program. And they only took like three people from our school to get into the college. It was tough. Um, and it, and it's sad <laughs> to see it just all kind of dissolve like, it, and it's amazing. You know, it's always never better th- than it was. It's, it's like, um, like I found some of my Christmas ornaments cause we're getting stuff put together. So like they used to have cast Christmas parties where they would close the park for all the cast members. And on different, and and all of us would go, like all of us that would work at the Grand Flirting would go together and we got, and they had a cast uh, picture frame, a new one you would get every year, and they would take pictures together. And they, so I have photos of everybody that I worked with and a cast, and they gave you a, a Christmas ornament. They had a cast Christmas ornament every year when you walked in, and food, and 50% off merchandise, and uh, tickets for your family because. That was one of the days, you know, Christmas was one of the days that you couldn't get in with your main gate. So they gave you tickets to use later for you and your family. And then all of that slowly, you know, as time goes on, all of that kind of goes away and gets more limited and limited. But anyway, so yeah. And then it just got, it kept getting worse, I think, with, with JPEG. It hit, it hit the, I think they were keeping him and I thought they signed him for three more years. I thought, they did? yeah. And then, um, because you know, he was making money and then the, uh, earnings report came out and Disney plus lost, like, I don't remember how many billions. billion, yeah, billions of dollars. And, uh, I, then that was the straw, which was amazing. Cause I've never seen that happen. I was like, but, it, but it was like a celebration. Um, so I don't know, cause Iger in a tough spot. Cause a lot of these things are already set. We got out of COVID, um, which was a tough time, you know, with, with all of that going on and they lost a ton of money during COVID. So I'm sure they're trying to make that up. So he's kind of stuck, you know, with, I think with Genie plus and lightning lane and all these other things to try to make up revenue. Cause it's amazing when I looked at. How much money everything makes and how much money everything loses, and then you look at the bottom line of what they made, and it's was was not great because uh, Genie Plus is or not Genie Plus, uh, Disney Plus is burning through a ton of money.
2: Yeah, and and that's where Chapik was almost exclusively focused on gaining subscribers. Well, yeah. that's all well and good, but you have to have the content in order to keep the subscribers.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough model,
2: and, and 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 that's really where Disney was was somewhat late to that game. And when you think about Disney Plus overall, where would they be had they not acquired Fox? Had they not acquired Lucasfilm? had they not acquired Marvel in in whole Pixar and Marvel. And, And when you think about all of those massive IP assets, Iger was responsible for all of those. Yeah. When you look at the baseline of Disney's business today, their success in this current market is going to hinge on retooling the company away from broadcast broadcast is dead. It it, it is, it it may be like on life support at the moment. It may not be like coded, but it's, it's, it's headed toward a time when so few people watch live television that ad revenue will disappear and and everything that goes with it, sponsorships and all of that. And that's when you look back to where the periods of time that Disney was most successful was when they had a lot of corporate sponsorships yeah. for attractions, yep. for development, for nighttime shows, a partnership within the, the the tech industry. When you look at Disney's, long time partnership with Hewlett Packard. There's a lot uh there's a lot of stuff that's been unpacked over the years as a result of their, of their corporate sponsorships. So yeah,
1: yeah Epcot, the crazy. whole, the whole thing at Epcot was nothing but sponsorships. It's amazing. And then uh, that ride or pavilion doesn't renew. And that has all gone to the wayside. So are you excited with Iger?
2: I am. I'm excited that Chapek's reign has ended. I am excited to see what Iger is going to do a real quick turnaround on to get, to get the Disney fans off the company's back because Chapek's policies and his hard and fast dedication that a park reservation system was the way to go because it allowed them to control costs. Yep. Cast members will be so glad, so glad when park reservations are gone.
1: It's it adds this whole nother level.
0: So will clients or guests. I hate yes. it. Yes.
1: I hate the thing. Like I bought my tickets and now I can't go to the park I want because I can't get a reservation. It it drives me nuts. So basically if Brooke and I go, we end up at Epcot. It's the only place we can ever get in. And then, uh, and then one time we went, but we wanted to go to the magic kingdom, but we hadn't been to Epcot yet. And we literally got on the monorail at the magic kingdom outside, went to Epcot, walked in the gate, walked out the gate, got on the monorail and went back to the magic kingdom. <laughs> Because it was, uh, because it was after two, I literally did all of that because I was like, "Are they going to let me into the Magic Kingdom?" Because I didn't start at Epcot, which was where my first reservation was, and I was like, "I'll go to Epcot, walk in, walk through the gate, come back." I was like, "Why am I doing this?" (laughs) This is so crazy. Yeah, so I hate the reservation system, and whatever the Fast Pass thing is, what it is, it's it's always. You know, I, I haven't, I haven't done it. I've heard all the horror stories of it. Um, it's I, the, I, I love the paper one. It it just made it so much easier and for because we always go spontaneously, right? And you, and you meet people there. And I I don't like having to have something where you have to all get matched up or you can't. And, and do we've talked anymore, about this so. on the show
2: before of making guests wake up. Yeah. At 6:55 or 6:50 every day of their vacation.
1: Yeah, it's brutal.
2: To make reservations for something that they've paid for that used to be free. Yeah. That used to be able to be reserved in advance or used to be able to be handled in the park day of, yeah. walk up to the attraction, collect your fast pass ticket and move on.
1: Yeah. It's
2: And now everyone's waking up at 6:50. That part make is These so reservations wrong. That they have then paid for the service. I I have clients who just got back from a trip, their entire vacation, s- seven-day vacation, they ended up using Genie Plus four times because attractions kept going down and they kept getting canceled. Uh. They woke up at 6:50 in the morning to make reservations for an attraction that was then closed within an hour of the park opening because of maintenance issues.
1: See, that's even worse because it used to be when it was free and you can get away with, okay. And now you're paying for it and you woke up and then it's down and it's, it just makes it. And you've got how much money in, into that with a family of four, right? It's just, that makes it that much more stressful and horrible. So, but I don't know. So I don't know what they'll change. I think they'll get rid of, I hope they get rid of this stupid reservation thing. Cause the only, I, I thought, okay, it's, it's limiting crowds during COVID and then it never went away. And then you're like, oh, it's just cost cutting. Cause they're going to say, we only want this many people going to Hollywood studios. Cause we're only going to staff this limited amount of people um, to work it.
0: So, I think having a park reservation system could work if they didn't limit it. So it's kind of like making the reservation so they know who to expect, where and how to staff, but to say no to someone. And I get I don't that. Like like
2: that. I do like that. Like I do. I, I think that in theory, that's a great idea. But, but hmm. in practicality, when it actually gets lived out, and it's one more thing that a guest has to do. It's, it sucks.
0: It puts the burden on the guest. Because it,
1: they only, before this thing, it would be, okay, just go wherever you want and, and you've, you've paid for it. And, oh, it's going to be Christmas Day. If you want to get to the Magic Kingdom, you better get there pretty early and be a resort guest or you're not going to get in. But there's only a few days of the year that you can't get into probably just the Magic Kingdom or maybe Hollywood Studios would hit capacity. On a few days of the year. And then, but now they all are at capacity no matter when, because they don't staff them. So.
2: And honestly, I think it's because they can't hire enough staff.
1: Yeah. That's the, it, yeah, it, it's, it's still the same problem. I think we I don't know when that's going to end because we still have the same, no dining plan at Disney because of staffing issues. And we still have the same thing at universal. I, I don't think they've brought back the dining plan yet. Um, because they don't want to disappoint guests that have paid for this. And then it takes forever to get your food or the, the restaurants are closed. Uh, yeah. I and don't the know. Other
2: Big factor on this is just how slowly things have come back. Yeah. Like there are restaurants that are still opening. Yeah. I mean, uh,
1: because yeah, they have the demand who's
2: just opened a few weeks ago, Yep. parking lot trams at all four parks are still not running.
1: I saw, I read a headline that they were not, and I didn't read the story, so I don't know if this is, and, and this was not an official Disney thing, but I, I read something
2: Epcot and Hollywood studios yeah,
1: that they were not coming back.
2: They well Is
1: originally that, they
2: had said that they would all be back by the end of 2022, uh, and now all of that verbiage has been removed from the website. Uh, yeah, which clearly indicates that they're not planning. So it's to either it's one run of the parking lot trams at Epcot yeah. and Hollywood Studios, yep, until 2023.
1: Yeah, it's either. It's the one of two things are both, which I guess it's, it's either they can't get the staffing or they don't want to pay for the staffing. I guess. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously attendance levels have been up.
1: Yeah. Cause the attendance has been crazy and they yeah, still I mean,
2: there have been random weekdays where certain parks were not, were not available. Yeah. And most often it's magic kingdom and Hollywood studios and here yeah. Hollywood studios still isn't running parking lot trams.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's I uh, I don't know. So I don't know how that gets solved, but it needs to. uh, Ever since COVID hit, I guess all these people have figured out they can make uh, Mickey ears in their basement and sell them on Etsy and make a lot more. Some people
0: are making a lot of money. They're making a
1: a lot. Yes, they are a lot more money. Uh, doing that and then, uh, working in the parks, although there's some positions where you're making some good money. I think if you're, uh, like working at one of the bars or one of the restaurants, um, and, and making some good tips. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful that things change. Cause I, I, because you read the comments and you know, some of them are a little you know, exaggerated or whatever about cleanliness, but then you go and you're like, yeah, I think, so, you know, some things aren't as clean or you, you run into s- certain things and uh, you're like, yeah, I think it, it could definitely improve and get back to where it was.
2: And when you think about all of the things that have either disappeared forever or cost has now shifted directly onto the guest,
1: Mm-hmm. The, yeah
2: the the base value of a Disney vacation has been reduced.
1: Yeah, it's it is true. I remember reading an article or we were talking about everything from magical express that was covered which was a big ticket uh, uh, item to it used to be uh free valet. It was when I worked there it was you know, valet was free. And, and I was a valet, and they're like, oh, we don't want a valet. I'm like, it's free. You, you know, you tip if you want. And, uh, and now then valet and self-parking went to cost. Uh, so you're self, just a self-park at the resort you're paying. Uh, then you have Genie Plus and Lightning Link, which was free, and now you're paying for that. Um, Yeah, it, it adds up. and And a lot of those aren't small increases, so. Yeah, I don't know. And then a lot of it you could see because of COVID or whatever. Um, and I still, like, I like that big band music. So occasionally I'll be, like, listening to some of it in the car. Because it reminds me yeah, of. I've
0: been doing that lately. Yeah, because
1: it reminds me of, like, Main Street or Hollywood Studios or. Uh, or, the or the Society Orchestra. Orchestra.
0: Yes. The Grand. Tour yeah, because
1: I. Yeah, because I worked at. I would work three to 11 or four to midnight at the grand Floridian. And that was like one of my favorite shifts and they would play and they'd play till about 10. And then, and there was like, I don't know, there was energy in the lobby and people and dancing. And, you know, it was just, there was a, a vibe. And then when they would stop playing at 10 o'clock, if I worked till 11, like that last hour was quiet and kind of dead, but it was, it was awesome. And then you don't realize how great it was and that and they'd been there over like 30 years or longer and then the pandemic came and it allowed things that you thought would never go away to go away and then just not be addressed or brought back when things got back to normal so it kind of (laughs) sucks so you add all that together yeah, it's amazing because they had been there forever, and if they ever wanted to get rid of them, they, could, they couldn't They could because they were always there and they were in demand. And then this pandemic came in and it allowed Disney to do things that they could never do otherwise and start anew. But then a lot of the things they started anew was just cost-cutting, and they just never brought it back um, to save money or whatever. So, I don't know. So, we're hopeful now. Because I Street think it was Yeah, they, they those All of po-
2: that hasn't returned.
1: Those people get always get cut. And then they never, it's like the first to go any entertainment with them for a creative company. You would think it wouldn't, but.
2: Cause they, they think that they think those are extras and no one's going to miss them.
1: I remember in Pandora and I knew it would go away. Like the first time I was in there. And they had these people like writing in their journals and logging the plants and uh and exploring the area. You know, they were all like streamosphere people. Mm-hmm. And then they were instantly gone. <laughs> like they've never even that drum show, I think that's gone, right?
2: Yeah, that hasn't been brought back theoretically.
1: Yeah. So that again. But they but but there's no reason it shouldn't have been brought back. It's not like, oh, we can't touch drums anymore because of COVID, but yeah, all that stuff kind of goes away and then they're like, oh, well, maybe, and then it just never comes back. So we'll see what Iger does. At least he, it sounds like he's going to try to go back to the creative. Um, He's got to do something for the, the fans are so angry, like the real hard. So well, and there's the a question.
0: lot of pressure on him.
1: Yeah.
2: The big question is who's next in line because the, the board yeah. made it very clear. It was like a two year. This was a temporary return.
1: Yeah. Well, they'll uh, hopefully he'll have, they'll pick something. It's tough. It's a, and, and I've seen a lot of this too, because Eisner, when Eisner was there and, and, and all the, everyone, it's like a CEO position that's not a financial. It's also this figurehead statesman, absolutely, who like carry on the Disney magic. He like introduces the Christmas event, and Mickey and Minnie are there, and I uh, ba, or uh, Michael Eisner is there, and he's talking about it. And he's like they're in front of the camera, and it's not just of hiring and firing and trying to make money and not in front of the public so they need someone who can get in front of the public who's creative that actually do think for annual pass holders and realize that those people and the locals at Disneyland and all those are, are important people and they are they're long-term fans and you don't want to alienate even though they're not spending as much money as the seven-day vacationer who comes once in a while mm-hmm. so Hopefully, there's something in that direction.
2: And, and I, I honestly think that's one of the 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 big loopholes right now in Disney's calculations of park attendance is that annual pass sales have not returned. Yeah, and and that entire segment of park attendants is gone.
1: Well, they don't want them. Right. I mean, cause they just, they just don't sell them because they don't want that clientele because they, they go into the park and they don't spend as much money as the other clientele that they want. So it's sucks. <laughs> I mean, for the, yep. for, for that group, which is usually me, uh, you're, you're, your fan who wants to come down once in a while and do something and, and not, uh, do all the things with all the extras. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I, at least it's a, it's a turn in the right direction. Um, and they got a lot coming up. We talked about this on a previous show with Epic universe. Universal's game has stepped up. I, 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 the IAPA show, which is the uh, amusement park industry show, which is over th- kind of the week before Thanksgiving just happened in Orlando. And we haven't been in a long time, but.
0: I would like to go again.
1: But, you know, I had seen a lot of reports of Imagineers having their own companies at that show now that had left Disney because Disney had gotten rid of them. A lot of them putting together rides and attractions and storyboards and things for Universal. Um, so, you know, all that talent is now available to a lot of theme parks, including universal. Uh, and so, and universal taking advantage of it. So, and that's all coming up. And do you very blame fast. it? No, blame I, no, it? no. So that's, no. it's amazing. So Disney loses all that, which is universal gains it all. The cruise industry's going like gangbusters. Cause we just did a show with Sharpie was on a Royal cruise. Royals got this new crazy ship coming out. Disney just bought a ship that, Seventy five percent complete. That Which, was,
2: by the way, have you seen the purchase figures?
1: Oh, I haven't. No, we, we talked about that. We hope they got a good deal because. It oh, was, the,
2: th- <laughs> they quite literally walked out
1: just at take like it.
2: auction price with no one else showing up.
1: Yeah. I Well, because who would no one else wants wanted it. It's it's so that's yeah, and then what is it? you know they gotta get rid and of they're it?
2: They're gonna spend a billion dollars renovating it.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. By the time they give it the Disney look and feel, it'll be cool if it's ever here in the US to actually um see it, it would be interesting to see how it's different.
2: The, yeah, they're they're the original price of the ship. As it was being built, was going to be approximately 1.8 billion euro.
1: All right, which is pretty.
2: Disney purchased the ship for approximately 40 million euro.
1: Wow.
2: Which translates to roughly 41 million dollars.
1: Yeah, because the euro and the and the dollar are pretty close. Um, wow, they got it for like 41 million dollars instead of 1. 8 billion? And the
2: ship's 75% complete.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I might need to be in the market. 40 million,
1: 41 million <laughs> instead of almost 2 billion. C- correct. Holy cow. Correct. That's a deal. I mean,
2: they, they if you want to got an auction block
1: well, that's at least that's one thing auction they, block. That's one thing they did right because they want to, if they want to dip their toe into the Asian market, they do this with a lot of things. They do this with Ama um, waterways, with river cruising. They're like, let's see if we can sell some river cruise. Well, let's not go buy a bunch of river yeah, cruise. They get their feet wet. Let's partner with them and see how it goes. And we'll- Remembers the big red boat? Yeah, that's exactly true. Yep. And then they started with the big red boat when they they put Disney characters on it and they did the same thing to see how it would sell and if they could get it to work. And then they started building their own ships. And so this is like, all right, let's see if the Asian market is going to like this or not.
2: Which, which, by the way, Disney Cruise Line is preparing to celebrate their 25th anniversary.
0: I saw that. That's jaw dropping.
1: Wow. It's been that long. I remember when it was the big red boat and they had nothing else. Goes by fast Sharpie. Oh,
2: yes. It, 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 it. It's exciting to see the travel industry return and get back to business. Yep. But it's also like very scary to watch all of this kind of unfold and so much change so quickly. And it's like, wow.
1: (sighs) Yeah, it's it's um... sometimes
2: you just want to get back to the way things were. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like you you, you know the the whole saying you can't go home again.
1: Yeah, it's true. There's some really good deals, but then there's a lot of things also and you know, with pricing that have gone way 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 up. You gotta shop around and see what you can find. But yeah, definitely still cruise deals.
2: A big farewell to Bob
1: Chapik. <laughs> I heard your hat what's your I heard
0: I heard I
1: heard Bye. I heard Iger, I heard <laughs> I heard Bye-bye. Bye-bye fire, I heard I heard uh, one of the Disney plus heard yeah. who ran Disney Plus like heard I 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 might I my numbers wrong I I have been looking at this I uh, crypto disaster which was 30 billion I
2: Right. With well, that, that's a whole, that's a whole nother. So
1: I, uh, so, so I have 30 billion in my mind for what Disney plus spent last year. And I thought they were also spending 30 billion this year on new content. And and that's a ton of money because they do all the star Wars and Marvel and they're, they're constantly putting all, I don't know.
2: They just need to go into full light speed with making new episodes Of the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's all it will take. It's low budget. I mean, come on, people. Let's make it.
1: Yeah, Brooke and I just want a third season of Gravity Falls, which will never happen. What's this little cartoon thing. That was really well done. And it only had two seasons and then it's never. It's been 10 years. Really? uh, Yeah. Every so often I look, I Google it. Is there a third season of Gravity Please, Falls? No, no third season. So Brooke is watching it for like the, I don't know, 90th time. She's watching them all over again and again and again, but it's really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Disney has never done well with the uh, video game market or uh, certain things on the internet when they tried to do that. And I was w- weary of Disney Plus, but then it really took off and it, and then it surpassed Netflix, but then they have to create so much content at such a high price. And then everybody watches the stuff and then you're like, oh, there's nothing else to watch. Do I still need Disney Plus? So it's tough.
0: We need it just for the zoo shows, National Geographic.
1: Yeah, we watch <laughs> we watch definitely all the zoo shows on Disney Plus.
2: And, and truthfully, I subscribe to Disney or to Discovery Plus. Because I ran out of zoo shows on Disney
1: Plus. Oh, uh, see.
0: <laughs> so what are you watching?
1: Oh, they're on Discovery.
2: Discovery Plus.
0: Discovery Plus. Okay. Okay. I can't.
1: I can't buy something else. Although maybe
0: he doesn't know what we buy, so it's okay.
1: I feel like I. Ish. Anyway. All right. Oh, and then real quick, not Iger related, but I saw Sharpie posted today. If you're not a member of the uh, Mouse Chat Facebook group uh go over there uh because sharpie had posted some cast member photos um in there of the new caribbean beach room.
2: But first yes but first I have to also mention the other post I made this week. Tuesday, November twenty ninth was the celebration of World Anteater Day. <laughs> How did I I'm miss adding that? i that
1: to my calendar. I have looked for that.
0: All
2: future years. <laughs> I have
1: looked for that anteater every time I go there, Sharpie. I love it. Oh he my is gosh, never love
2: there. It. Love it. And and Willie, Willie in the back of the park
0: out at um, Vicky's uh-huh.
2: Planet Watch. Oh,
1: Is that where Willie, he is?
0: Willie's my boy. Is, I love him. Is there love an I think he makes these things up.
1: Is Willie an, another anteater out in the back of the park? He, Yes. Oh, I have yes. not been out there. I always look for the one when you first walk into the park and I feel like. That's the giant, yeah, giant anteater. And he is never there or he's in that. I love the uh, the concept of that area, but the execution over time with the wet, muddy, um, not great areas that all appear to be empty but maybe they're not and maybe they're just disguising themselves that well that I just didn't never see them.
2: Yeah. See, Willie, Willie at Rafiki's Planet watches an aardvark.
1: Oh, an aardvark. Okay. So,
2: so, yeah. So they're, they're another, just, yeah, another, another anteater. But, but in the, in the front of the park. It's the um, giant. Is, antiger, is the giant.
1: If he's there ever uh, there, ante. At least that's what I would call him.
2: Yep. Oh, and, and And that, that is, yeah. <laughs> That's very very appropriate.
1: Ante the ant Uh. Anyway. Yeah. The giant. So oh that's right. So we got on that. So giant. we were talking about we were talking about Caribbean beach, and then your your other post. So the Caribbean beach. So these were the um, Pirates of the Caribbean in the Trinidad
2: section themed of- rooms disney's caribbean beach resort
1: which on a previous show if you if you didn't hear sharpie did find a lot of that stuff over at um some of the antique, uh kind of areas forever vintage yeah so all that's available to buy and at
2: last i checked they still had some some of the some of the furniture pieces available
1: from uh yeah caribbean beach so so now they've redone some of those rooms they look nice they look fresh clean um the pictures are on our facebook group over at the mouse chat fan community page um yeah it's a nice look i i couldn't tell that there were little hidden disney things some of those rooms have hidden disney touches still and then or or they're themed after like the Incredibles or whatever and then some of them are just kind of uh clean modern mm-hmm. designs which this kind of look more like a fresh clean modern feel and it sleeps five if I remember right.
0: Up to five. Yes. Up to five. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's got that little mini Murphy. Okay. And then the sleeper sofa.
1: So that's nice. It'll be interesting if they kind of go with that with all the other Caribbean beach rooms or, or maybe they redid them recently. I haven't checked in a while. I think that's it. was there any other kind of. Up-to-date Disney news.
0: The only other thing I saw was that It's a Small World out in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Um, They have incorporated a wheelchair, I think two wheelchairs, into their um, Small World dolls. And they're just kind of making it a little more inclusive.
2: Representation is so valuable. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, now Uh, people can go through and they're like, Okay, not only can I see my country or people that look like me. Well, mm-hmm. you know, now there's someone in a wheelchair.
2: And recently, they have uh, done hijabs on mannequins at Disney Springs to be being inclusive of 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 those mm-hmm. uh, th- th- those who, who 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 wear hijabs. Uh, and then they've also included cochlear implants. What? Like the the, wow. the behind the ear yep. and and then the, the 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 skull basis mount of of a cochlear implant on yep. mannequins as well. And yeah, at first glance you're like big deal. But when you really think about Disney being a place that welcomes everyone from around the globe for someone with a cochlear implant to look at a mannequin and see that normalized has to be such a, a a moment in their life because they felt they, they had to have felt so different for so long for, for a variety of reasons, of course, but it really, those are the things that I love most about Disney is that it's not about who is excluded it's about who is included who feels part of that global community and, and 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 the disney fandom world unites so many people and that's one of the things that has disgusted me most about all of the price changes the the constant Price changes. I don't know. Like Disney has usually raised their prices once a year, pretty regularly, but it's like just a steady stream of like barrage of how much can we charge before people stop coming? How much can we charge before people stop buying this? How much can we charge before people stop? Like this level of brinksmanship is exclusionary. And to the point that it became such a part of the company's Public image, it just left me feeling like repulsed, honestly.
1: Yeah, it was like, definitely I to,
2: like, use like, mm-hmm. such strong language on that. But when you think about the inclusiveness of a Disney vacation, th- the story that I always go back to was at Festival of the Lion King one time when the cast members in the show. Of course, with parent permission, took a child in a wheelchair as part of like the the, the parade that was kind of part that that is part of *Vessel of the Lion King*, and just seeing the child smile on their face and just knowing to the parents that their child, a cast member recognized their child and went out of their way to include them in an activity. Yeah that they had likely been excluded from similar things in school environments in in community events to just be included and to be welcomed and to be a part of such a legendary organization and to be have that moment in the spotlight yep that means so much
1: yeah so i think hopefully disney with the CEO change recognizes recognizes that things need to change. So we'll see what happens there. And then definitely like with pricing and all of that that happened in the past, when one company does something like that, you can see how like Universal stepped up and built like moderate hotels for under a hundred bucks a night. And And still has annual passes and deals and things they do nice for, you know, extra things they do for annual pass holders. And so you can see how another park is stepping up and opening up a third or fourth park. And so there's, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, but I'm hopeful that things are back on track with Disney in 2023.
2: Fingers crossed.
1: All right. Anything else? I think else?
0: we're going to have a lot moving forward. You know, just I think there's going to be a lot of
2: news over the next few months.
1: Well, it's got to be. I mean, they just had a horrible. Well, they had. I don't know how Wakanda did. I, my gut feel is it did okay, but not phenomenal. Um, And the first movie was great. Uh, And then whatever the new movie is that got zero advertising, that's not doing well. Um, so I don't know. They, they need to figure some stuff out (laughs) to get things firing. I mean, it used to be like, there was never a Pixar movie that didn't make money. Like it was impossible. They were all phenomenal and they all made, they were, they just like broke records after one after another. They were amazing. And somehow it seems like things aren't firing on all cylinders anymore. So hopefully all that changes because you've got universal on their heels. You've got cruise industries taking away part of people's vacations and doing an amazing job. Um, so Disney's got to start up in their game again. And it seems like it's kind of fallen to the wayside.
2: Yeah. Their newest release, strange world. Oh,
1: that's it. Yes. was a bomb. Yeah. And it's like, I forgot it was like, uh, didn't Hol- even break even on opening weekend. You know, I, I heard it made like, the it spent like a hundred and eight million or something and made eight million. <laughs> so it's got like a hundred million more to go to break even. And it was so I don't know. And I and I never even I, I saw zero advertising for this movie. Like usually yeah,
2: yeah and, and I I I saw several people make that same point. They're like, I didn't even know this movie
1: was being released. I know there was none. Like normally the synergy on Disney is ridiculous
2: R- big. It's like
1: It's like there's it's oozing out of every pore. Yeah, like they <laughs> like they've got products in the stores, they've got everything going. And you can't miss it. And this yeah. it was like The film God. had
2: a budget of 180 million. Oh,
1: 180.
2: And it's, it's opening weekend it grossed around 18.6 million. Oh, there you go. So yeah, so you're 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 Yeah, you're so
1: you need on. 160 more million to break even. <laughs> okay. Well, which for not, a
2: Thanksgiving weekend release, ooh,
1: that's yeah.
2: Typically, that that's a big
1: yeah. That would have been a it. big deal. Yeah, yeah. I forgot it was the thanks. That's when 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 we you have when you have little kids and you're hanging out. You always Christmas Thanksgiving. Those are when all the good movies come out, and you go over to the movie theater and you see all the movies. Yeah, so they've got a lot to work on, but I think they're definitely moving in the right direction it'll take a while the 23 will be interesting to see what changes and what's put on the map on the road map and how they it depends i don't know if they keep losing a ton of money with disney plus it's going to be tough to be able to put money into the parks and other things so i don't know Mm -hmm. so well we will be here we'll be watching it
0: and we'll do our best to keep you posted so with that, I'm going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Yeah, this is not a recording. And um, thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.